Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Have you ever been in a situation where you need to search something on the internet, but it's kind of embarrassing, and you don't want people to ever find out what you're searching for? It might be like a medical thing or a personal thing or whatever. I don't know what you're up to. I don't know what you're up to. And you might be thinking to yourself, look, I can just go into incognito mode. But let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser history. Your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why. Even when I'm at home, I never go online without ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Now, most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on because it runs seamlessly in the background and it's so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is also available on all your devices. We're talking phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you to not be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet. Expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet to learn more. Red Hot Comic Book Movie News Shooting up your butthole Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Weekly Planet, official podcast of comicbookmovie.com, where we talk movies and comics and TV shows. My name is James, also known as Mr. Sunday. With me, as always, my co-host, Nick Mason. Give Double thumbs, thumbs up. up. Two Double thumbs up. thumbs up. That's so many thumbs Well, they're kind of to one side. They're a little side. tilted. They could go either way, couldn't they? Depending like on how that. this podcast goes. Oops, looking good. Looking good. Oh, wait. Hey, what's that over there? Can I look back? Yes. Oh, no! <laughs> thumbs down. <laughs> now we're good. <laughs> Great. Great. Everything's good. Yeah. I like that jumper. Thank you. Uh, you went to close the door of the man cave, yes. your man cave that we're in. Not a, not a man cave, regular and door. And you've broken the door off it. Yes. That's because I, that couch you're sitting on, which I moved in with my brother, mm-hmm. which is which brother? enormous. The one that you like. Great. <laughs> well, apparently, we nearly tore the door off. So, <laughs> But I fixed it using my skills. Well, I have a we'll screw, see. I have a screwdriver. We've, dad- yet to, we've yet to try and escape this room. <laughs> we might true. be trapped in here forever. <laughs> my dad gave me a toolkit once. I think it's in case he dies. I don't know. I don't think your dad will ever die. I've met him. He's sturdy like an oak tree, that man. Straight to the news? Yes. Let's do it. Hugh Jackman has been uh, doing the rounds for his movie Pan. Charmingly. Absolutely. Great Mm. bloke, terrible movie. Mm. (laughs) We talked about that last week. Yes, we did. But... He's been asked. We, in fact, we in fact we interrupted the regular news just to talk about how terrible <laughs> <That's> it was. <right. laughs> again, didn't hate it. Won't see it again. Yeah, I mean, I, I did hate it, and I won't see it again. Two opinions. Twist. Yeah. Anyway, uh, people have been asking about Wolverine, how this is going to be his last outing in the uh-huh. Wolverine solo movie, and they're like, "Who should be the next Wolverine?" And his response was, "I think Tom Hardy would be a great Wolverine." Which is not saying that Tom Hardy will be Wolverine because Tom uh-huh. Hardy's doing a DC thing at the moment as well. Sure. 
He's doing 100 bullets. And he was obviously already Bane. And that was, that was yeah, he's had, his, he's had his bloody bite at the cherry, mate. <laughs> he's had heaps of bites at the cherry. Do Enough. You, don't, you don't think he'd be a good Wolverine? No, I think he would, actually. Yeah. <laughs> he can have as many bites of the cherry as he wants. All the cherries. Yep. Until that cherry's just a pip. Mm. No, I, I, I don't think it'll happen, but no, you never know. Hmm. He's kind of stocky, like he's short and stocky, like Wolverine classic. Yeah, and I get what. So, what's he sort of committed to now? Uh, Hundred bullets. Yep. Mad Max, I guess. Which is going to be one movie. I'm still not excited about one hundred bullets. How many? Being you one can't move. shoot a hundred bullets in a movie. Exactly. Not enough time. Yeah. Thumbs not down. Bullet time, though. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, Bring back bullet time. <laughs> Would you be upset if bullet time came back? Oh, they'd need to give it another twist, right? Yeah. Surely. Like curving bullets. No, they did that. Mm. Maybe they just spiraled back and hit you. They kind of did did that as well, though, didn't they, in Wanted? I don't know, man. How do you curve a bullet? I think Wanted closed the book on (laughs) all kinds of weird bullet geometries. (laughs) Okay. So there's no more of that. Everything's gritty and real now, man. Yeah, true. You ain't curving nothing. We don't want to see bullets move. No. Yeah. No, exactly. You don't need it. You don't need it. You know what I don't like? A close-up shot of like a sniper rifle and you see it kind of go into the chamber and then it like fires out in a slow-motion explosion and you follow the bullet and... Like, because video games can do that now, so who cares? Like, why do I... I don't need to see that. I get it. It's a gun. Jesus. Next news. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we just watched the uh, the first footage from Jessica Jones. Yes, we did. A little bit of a teaser. Well, we saw some footage from Jessica Jones. Oh, yeah. It, in that... I mean, we don't necessarily know that's her. Nope. I mean, we know that that's the character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we don't know. If, like, that could just be whoever was on set that day. Of us. In a wig. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so we see her. Uh, she wakes up at three in the afternoon. Some kind of stupor, alcoholic stupor she And was she in. crushes her alarm clock. It's pretty good. I do find it odd that she had the presence of mind to set her alarm clock for 3 p.m., though. <laughs> that's weird, right? Well, she got home drunk. Oh, okay. Presumably. Yeah, but that, I like. I think it says a lot about the character in just that little bit. Like you know, obviously the the alcoholism and the kind of dysfunctional lifestyle, and also the super strength. Mm. So that's those are things, aren't they? They sure are. Let's move on to the. I other. have a lot of faith in the Netflix that whatever the Netflix comes up with. Absolutely. Next. And, oh, which reminds me. Mm. Uh, I don't know if you're going to bring this up, but uh, Black Mirror has been confirmed for twelve more episodes on Netflix. Yes. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's yeah. When that's it. is that happening? Twenty sixteen. Okay, that's that's quite next close. year. Yeah. I was like, boob, and I was like, no, uh-huh. that's good. But I also read that there's going to be an American adaptation of Black Mirror. Hmm. I don't know about that. That was on Wikipedia. I don't know if that's okay. True. Yeah, I'm not against it. I guess. Yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah. it can work. Look, if if it doesn't, if it means the the regular Black Mirror also exists. Also, I don't want the same episodes just redone. Yeah, okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, if but, you're going to do it, new ideas. Yeah, but have you felt that so far? Because there's only been seven episodes. No, no, I mean in terms of if they're going to remake Oh, American it, remakes yeah, of it. Okay, right. It's just the same thing. You're afraid of Life on Mars happening all over again. I'm afraid of Life on Mars. <laughs> and the first season of The Office. Mm. And the Red Dwarf pilot episode they filmed. Oh, sure, yeah. <laughs> do you remember that? Yes. Not good. With Dax from Deep Space Absolutely. Nine. Absolutely. She was in it. And, and the It Crowd. Craig Bierko. <laughs> I don't know that guy. Yeah, the the for if for anyone who hasn't seen it, the first, I think the first ten minutes of mm. the American version of the It Crowd is on YouTube. You can just track that. Oh, down. John McHale's in it, isn't he? John McHale is in it. That doesn't work straight up. John McHale is in it. Um, I like John McHale, but that- Richard Ayoade is in it. Yeah, and a couple of other people, but it doesn't work on it. Like it doesn't. No, they haven't. Like I'm not saying an American version, like an American idea of that wouldn't work yeah but the the combination like i see why they didn't pick it up like they, yeah. the characters didn't gel yeah like they didn't have chris morris as the insane boss uh, they had yeah. a pretty good boss who was the boss i can't remember oh tony danza was the boss 
Very good. We finally answered that question. <laughs> but like, there's that's it's it's sort of frame by frame the original yeah uh, version of that. But there's a scene in the in the British version where uh, what's her name Jen Jen yeah Jen asks the boss, "Oh, what kind of people will, will I be working with?" And he just bellows out like an insane man, "Standard nerds!" <laughs> but there's not that's not in like this, this actor clearly doesn't do that yeah so and it, it none of it really works work. yeah uh, oftentimes when they do remake a show they'll just they'll do the pilot exactly the same as the first episode of the yep. british version just to see if it works right which i guess i can understand but mm. it's kind of dumb also Crichton came over for the um for the american, the american version. version yeah that's yeah, true yeah, yeah yeah drew goddard who's doing all sorts of cinematic things he's back on the season two of daredevil oh yes he wrote a bunch of spider-man stuff including a sinister six script Ooh. when spider-man was exclusive exclusively at sony and not going to bleed over into the mcu uh-huh. all that was scrapped all those aunt may prequel movies and whatever <laughs> sure that's a planning. shame yeah yeah but anyway the sinister six origin movie exactly. well, they all get trapped in a lift and they end up at the bottom of oscorp <laughs> oh i guess we'll put all these suits on all yeah, right absolutely hey look <laughs> at me i've got heaps of metal arms Woo! <laughs> Crime! Hey, look at me! Hey, look at me! I'm old and a vulture! Crime! Oh, that'd be great. That'd be great if it was just the Sinister Six and then Crime. That was the poster. Yeah. Yeah. Woo Crime. Woo Crime. Mm. So many arms up. Anyway, Goddard's back. Yeah, but he's... In a big way. In a big way. He was basically saying that his version of the Sinister Six movie, which does include Spider-Man, was written that you didn't need to have any kind of the other continuity. So technically he's saying that he... that you could just plug that into the MCU right, if right. you wanted to. Sounds like he's aiming for a second paycheck here. <laughs> sure, absolutely. But, you know, if it's good, great. I'd see that. Mm. Would you see it? I would see that, yeah. Especially if they, they're just so for crime. <laughs> All those women for crime. Great. The producers over at Sony, some producers were asked about what they're going to do with the Men in Black franchise. Mm-hmm. And they said, look, the idea is... Give it to Jaden Smith. <laughs> please. They're going to reboot it. Great. Without Will Smith. Okay. As a trilogy. Yeah, just immediately just, just shoot for a trilogy again. It didn't entirely work with the first three Men in Black movies. No. Try it again. It only took you 13 years, oh, maybe even longer, to get all those out, and they rapidly declined in quality yeah. after the first one. Yeah, get do, the first one right. Come think, on. That's the thing. Do you think it's a beloved enough franchise where people are like, yes, the Men in Black are back? When the enemy is near, the elite is here. So have no fear, Ed. Is that black suits coming? Is it. that the second? No, nobody it's cares. A, nobody cares about song. that. It's not. It's not. Um, Nod your head. Black suits coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, what were you saying? Again, uh, I would very much like to live. I've said this before, but I'd very much like to live in an alternate universe mm. where Will Smith continued to write raps for all the, the movies he's been in since. Yes. And the album's called in The Pursuit of Rappiness. <laughs> but that's you, never going to happen. Do you so. think there will be another movie where he raps the thing? No. You don't think it's going to happen at least once? Uh, uh, like you'll get to maybe 60 and it'll be like, remember when I did this? And people will be like, yeah, we uh, love Men in Black 2, the rap. It's the best rap. You know what? People I th- will yell. I think maybe he'll do one where it's a fictionalized version of him, maybe. Oh, okay. Like, he appear- like he's in it. Like a like a Matt LeBlanc extras kind of thing, or a, sure, yeah, yeah, and then maybe he'll do he'll add one in at the end, and it'll be like a minute long. Are you saying that's going to happen after his star has crashed back down to earth? I don't think Will Smith's star will ever crash back down to earth. He is hoping, mm-hmm. though he's not in Independence Day too. Oh, then it's he's done. He's bloody cooked, mate. <laughs> what are we talking about? 
Men in Black. Oh, that's right, yeah. Do, do we need to see another one? No, look, I think... There's definitely potential to do yeah, good stuff there. I think people were really keen on it after the first one. Yeah. Like... Because it's pretty good. It's yeah, the memory. first one's pretty great, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but no, I think the, what the about love if, is disintegrated. What about if that, um, where it was leaked that they crossed 21 Jump Street over to Men in Black? No. I don't, see, I think that could be cool. So, Jonah Hill becomes Just the Man in Black? Just nod your head. Black, black, black suit's, suit's coming. coming. <laughs> okay, I'm in, I'm in agreement. Great. Speaking of black suits coming. Yes. It's rumoured. We talked about Darth Vader. There's that rumour that he's going to be cloned in return in episode oh, yes. seven or eight mm-hmm. or whatever that was. Um, it's said now that Hayden Christensen is training up to return to Star Wars. They reckon he will... D- Darth Vader will be in the Star Wars spin-off movie Rogue One, which uh-huh. makes sense because he's still alive in that time period. Yep. It's just mm-hmm. before A New Hope. But they're also saying the rumour is that he's going to appear in some form in Episode Eight with Hayden Christensen playing Darth Vader. Ghost. Ghost? Well, that's the thing. Could it be a ghost? Could, Could it be, be a, a flashback? Could, Could it be, be a clone? clone? Yeah. Could it be none of these things and this is all bullshit? Yes, definitely. <laughs> so... Could it be that they're just throwing the idea out there and see what people and seeing what people want the most, and then giving us the opposite of that because they hate us. <laughs> do you think? Think about it. Does it does feel like that. It does sometimes, feel like that it? they hate us? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but to be fair, we deserve it. People, people attack George Lucas too much. Like as a person, his character. Is that what we're talking about? We're we talking about Star Wars, or we're talking about franchises in general? Let's talk about Star Wars. <laughs> okay. Anyway, George Lucas, the great man. <laughs> I want to talk about that later because it's going to come into my what we're reading. But do you want to see Hayden Christensen come back? No, because I don't take him seriously as... I mean, I guess... To what end, though? Like, if you see him as Darth Vader, he's got the helmet on. Yeah. And he's going to have James Earl Jones' voice. (laughs) So it doesn't make any difference. But if we see... So he'd have to come back as a ghost, right? Or they clone him and he comes back as unscarred. I guess if they clone him, he comes back as unscarred Hayden Christensen. Yeah. But I think... I don't think I could buy it because the dialogue (laughs) was so bad. Like, his performances... But the thing about that guy is... So embarrassing. But he's not that bad an actor. He gets a bad rap. And I'm not saying he's the best actor ever. Mm. But I think under the right direction, he can do... He's in Shattered Glass, which I haven't seen. But what what I've seen of it, he's quite good. Mm. He's in another movie called Life is a House, where he's... Um, a house. Yeah, he plays a house. house. He's pretty That's good. pretty good. Real yeah. bloody wooden, mate. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's a brick house, but yeah, I can't remember. But, mighty, mighty. Yes. So, anyway, yes. And he's not bad in that. It's with Kevin Klein. So yeah. I think it. If you put him in a real set, and yeah. you know, with a with a real director. No offense, George Lucas, but you're, you're not bad at your job. <laughs> that earned you billions of dollars. Yes. And maybe, maybe it could work. I'm not, I'm not saying, saying I want to see it, but I'm, I'm saying, saying people will laugh in the cinema. Yeah, like if they don't know it's going to happen, I reckon there'll be people. They'll be like, "Oh, and I've done it. I've cloned him, Darth Vader," and they'll open the cloning <laughs> chamber or whatever, and Hayden Christensen will <laughs> pop out, and people will be like, "Ha ha ha! Oh, this isn't supposed to be a funny moment. Oh, oh. How many more of these movies are there? Oh, heaps. Yeah, so, so many. I don't know. I just think it could work. I'm not saying they should do it. What I'm saying is we should perpetuate a bad vibe about this whole thing <laughs> so that whenever anybody who listens to this show goes into that movie and it happens, think bad thoughts. Okay, we can do that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm up for that. Sigourney Weaver is has had a cameo in the new Ghostbusters reboot. See, Paul Feig um, said he wasn't going to talk about any of the cameos. Yeah. and But I think he's like... 
people hate this. Yeah, people have should. hate. Yeah, people are sending him so much hate mail. He's like, all right, we're we're going to keep this a secret. Yeah. but Ernie Hudson is Ernie Hudson, gonna be Bill Murray, yeah. Dan Aykroyd, hmm. now Sigourney Weaver. There you go. I can understand why he's doing it because I think I know Bill Murray agreed to do a cameo because. He supports the director and he likes all the actors involved. Okay, yeah. So he's like, I don't want to be seen to be shunning this. Right, right, right. And so that's why he did it. So maybe th- th- I think a lot of this has to do with trying to get people on board. It's not. It's not working. <laughs> no, no, it will never work. We've talked about this yeah. before. People, there are a lot of people who are never going to get on board with this. Yeah, and that's whatever. Who cares? We're done. It's going to be okay. Do you think the or cameo? Do you think great? the cameo is that the new characters are going to switch on the TV and watch? The film Ghostbusters <laughs> in its entirety on the TV because I think maybe that's the only way that's going to satisfy but, some people. But Bill Murray, like they've all reenacted all the scenes as old they are now. Is that why they're getting them back? Is that what you're saying? What are you saying? I don't know what I'm saying anymore. <laughs> yeah, maybe I don't know. I don't understand why they don't just make this a sequel though. Well, maybe they've CG. Maybe they've reverse Ant Maned it, and they've made everybody their how they look now. In Great. the 80s Ghostbusters. Great. I would love that. Sorry, you were saying? No, why don't they just... I don't understand why they don't make it a sequel. Just be like, yeah, all that exists and then Ghost disappeared or whatever. Well, maybe it is. We yeah, don't, exactly. We still You're know. right. Maybe yeah. it is. That's, yeah. that's, that was going to be my point, but mm. you bloody stepped on it. That's right. <laughs> Speaking of Sigourney Weavers oh, yes. and her franchises, uh, Ridley Scott... Oh, said- here we go. <laughs> here we bloody go. <laughs> said that there's still a few movies now between... I've still got a few movies to ruin before I die. <laughs> Me, Ridley Scott. So before Prometheus bleeds. I've still got some mythology to grind into the dust. Me. Yeah. Ridley, <laughs> Ridley Scott. Scott. <laughs> still got a legacy to pay on. It's me, Ridley Scott. Nah, he's all right. Yeah, he's no, fine. good on him. Well, apparently The Martian's great. We'll talk about yeah. that next week. Mm-hmm. But, um... There's about like three or four movies that have to happen between Prometheus getting to Alien. You know what I've just done there as I've done exactly the same thing that like Ghostbusters fans slash haters have done. Yes. Which is just for no reason, just That's, slammed it. Yeah, but Prometheus wasn't great, was no, it? No, it was really bad. <laughs> so. so I feel justified. I mean, a lot of people love that movie, but... No. Yeah, man. Who? Name one person. Gary Busey. Wait, someone who loves it? Yes. I don't know. Not just one know. person in the world. <laughs> no, I'm sure there are. I mean, you know what? I like the world. Mm. I think it's visually spectacular and I like all... But, yeah, the story's terrible. And I like the la- main lady in it. I like... Whatever her name is. Uh, Rajin Rooney, something? Rooney Ma... No. no we we'll never know. She was the girl in the dragon tattoo. Oh, was she really? Yeah. I think so. It's not Rooney, it's not Rooney Mara. I might be wrong. She's got a silly name. Yeah. Let me tell you. Well, I'll think of it in a minute. You're reaching for your iPad. You're not thinking of anything. No, I'll never... Th- no. <laughs> anyway, yes. so what do you think about... So there won't be any xenomorphs. He's made that clear yes. in this next Prometheus Gah! movie. But it will explore the um, the engineer's planet, which is apparently called Paradise, and it's going to have like the proto-xenomorph return again, where it's you know the one that like burst out of a oh, engineer, yes. even though they left that. Even though we're like, oh, that's not quite, <laughs> it's not not quite what we wanted. And Boy, this was the big finale, and it's not what we wanted. And also they left... Naomi Rapace. That's it. Is I apologise. Yeah. And... And Michael F. Aspender. Yes, he's back as the head in a bag, yep. in a duffel bag. I wonder how they're going to do that. Because if you recall correctly, listeners, yeah. a giant man in a with a white head grabbed Michael Fassbender by the head and tore his head off. Yeah, that's true. And then 
Naomi Rapoose yeah. put his head in a little duffel Naomi bag. Papoose. And put, a, put him in a papoose. <laughs> yes. And they flew off into space, leaving that alien behind, presumably to die of starvation and sadness. Mm. So that means when they go to the Prometheus's planet, or the, the, the big white-headed guys, the big yep. muscular guys, there's going to be another outbreak. And yeah. Fa- and I reckon they'll just straight up give him another robot body. Yeah. Like immediately. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Mm. Like on a big on a big CGI conveyor belt. <laughs> And they'll plug their head in and be like, oh, no, what's going on? Oh, Michael Fassbender. Oh. But here's the thing. It's a bit Promethe- of Attack of the Clones for you. That's it. Yeah. Prometheus 2, despite having no connection to Alien as of yet, is going to be called Alien Paradise Lost. Okay. So, you know what? I'm kind of back on board. I want to see the, No, I want to see the engineer planet. Yeah, sure. Mm. Do you reckon it's going to... Oh, apparently, it's going to be like a lush jungle world. And I want to see Lance Henriksen again for some reason. How would they work him into Don't it? know. I want to see Guy Pearce again. He's dead. No, but he, young Guy Pearce? He's... In a hologram? Yeah, okay, fine. I don't know. A clone? I was going to say he's dead, but I don't think he's dead. Mm. You can't kill a hologram. No. Yeah. All those things are great. A lot you of uh, look, I'm just I'm just looking through the cast list, and all the good characters are dead. <laughs> Idris Elba, dead. Other people, dead. Dead. Yeah. Guy Pearce, dead. Yeah, he's dead. <laughs> yeah. Good cast, wasn't it? Yeah. Anyway, so we've talked a lot of sci-fi this week. Oh. And The Martian is out next week, which we're really excited to see, aren't we? Ridley Scott's return to form, so probably. They, so they say. Who are these people though? Uh, Did film, they like Interstellar? Critics. I don't know. I couldn't, I couldn't tell you. You liked Interstellar. I didn't. You didn't like Interstellar, Correct. did you? <laughs> so we thought... Oh, yeah. This is a good week to talk about sci-fi movies. Now, we can't talk about all sci-fi movies because there's at least six. At least. And we don't have, we don't the have time. time for that. We don't have time for that. Don't have the time or the inclination. So we thought we'd pick one or two of our favourites. Oh, yes. And talk about that this week. Yes. At great length. Can I say, though, can we... Can we I'm going to see... This won't be if we want to talk about two or three. Yeah. These won't be my top three. No, no, necessarily. Yeah, like here's here's some, here's some movies we've talked to death in, in this <laughs> podcast. Inception, that's yes. a favorite of mine. Yep. Not going to talk about it. Yep. Talked about it too much. Yep. Terminator Two, love it. Talked about it too much. Yes. That's Can't it. think of any others. <laughs> so what are you going to talk about? Do you want to kick it off, or do you want me to kick yeah, it no, off? Yeah, you kick it off. I mean, you already know this because you know me so well. You're I said it before. I said, are you going to talk about sunshine? <laughs> and yes, I am going to talk about sunshine. Because I said, we've talked about it before and you said not at length. <laughs> I, I kind of feel we have talked about it at length, but all right. Do you have a backup just in case? I'm like, no. I do have a backup. All right. But I feel like we haven't talked about sunshine at length. The Matrix, I'm not going to talk about it at length because I've talked about it all have bloody. We? I feel like we could do an episode alone on the Matrix. Okay, well, like let's save that. Like the trilogy of, right. of the Matrix. When they, when they eventually announce a Matrix sequel or a mm. new trilogy, which I feel like they'll probably do at some point. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. The Matrix rebooted. Oh, hang on. That's my brother's call. calling. Which one? The one you like. Great. Tell him I said hi. <laughs> hey, man. I'm just recording the podcast with Nick Mason. <laughs> oh, well, you, they can't hear you because you're not on speakerphone. See? So <laughs> Okay, I push on speakerphone. You're on speakerphone. I've got nothing to say. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> oh, he's watching Batman Returns. Huh. Yeah. Why? <laughs> he said, I don't know. Kids love it. Kids do love it. Oh, man, I gotta go. I gotta do this. Yeah, she, yeah she's good. Thanks, man. Bye. It's my brother. Great. Little insight into our world. You've spoken on the phone. <laughs> At least once. <laughs> That's right. Weekly Planet exclusive. Okay, <laughs> District 9, great. Not going to talk about Fair it. Fair enough. But if people want, would like to email in and say, hey, maybe you should do an episode on these, yeah. let us know, definitely. I-, I could talk about District 9. Yeah. 
The thing about sunshine is, Mason. Oh, yeah, all right. <laughs> it's incredibly underrated. And uh-huh. you know what? Every person who's watched it, yes. who's actually contacted me and said, hey, thank you for saying Sunshine was a movie that you enjoyed because I also enjoyed it. That being said, there's probably a whole lot of people who watched it and in anger, anger never listened to the show again. That's or right. contacted me. Took the DVD out, snapped, the, snapped it in half, snapped their iPhone in half, <laughs> snapped their computer in half, just in constant rage. That's it. What do you think? And this- then they're like, oh, I've got to go to an internet cafe to tell Mr. <laughs> Sunday Movies that I hated his movie that he liked. And they go, and then it went into the internet cafe and then they thought about the movie again. They were so enraged that they snapped the internet cafe in half. The whole thing. Did you like Sunshine? Yeah, it was all right. We saw it together, I think, probably. Maybe. From 2007? Yeah, okay, yeah. Do you remember the story? They have to restart the sun for some reason. Yes, and apparently it's potentially a real thing that could happen. The, the sun s- might go out. The sun develops. Well, it will eventually. There'll be some kind of, I'm going to say nexus. I'm against it. <laughs> what, the sun going out? Yeah. Yeah, you don't have to be for it. Okay, I good. think nobody's going to be upset if you're against the sun going out. <laughs> Relief. But there's a, it develops like a miniature black hole. Oh, yeah. And it basically dulls it down however many degrees, which means the Earth has gone, gone into some kind of ice age and it's slowly dying. So, so, this, it? so this is a prequel to the movie's Ice Age. Correct. Ice Age 3D. Well, it's a sequel, but time is cyclical. Cyclical? So cyclical. So oh, it comes okay. around again. Okay, yeah. It comes around. Because okay. it's set in the near future, maybe 10 years from now. Oh, maybe? that's very soon. Or something like that. So basically what it is, they send off uh, the ship called the Icarus or Icarus to go restart the sun, which is basically... That's a bad idea, calling it Icarus. You don't call... <laughs> is, no. that, is that referenced in the movie? I don't think so. That's weird. Because <laughs> things did not end well for Icarus when he went near the sun. No. Well, maybe he shouldn't have had wax wings, the idiot. Mm. Was he also trying to restart the sun with a nuclear bomb? No, nah, he was just... Just being a Flap, dickhead. Flapping about. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So basically the idea is they've got a giant ship, which is basically a huge miles and miles of solar panels with a bomb attached to it, a nuclear bomb, which they're going to shoot into the sun and then they're going to fly back. And that nuclear bomb will, will restart the sun. You know what they could have called it? Like, right. did it do well at the box office? No. I reckon they maybe they could have called it shoot a nuke into the sun. Because <laughs> sunshine, we encounter that every day. Yes. Like unless you live... In the thirty days of night universe, absolutely, that have been Norway or whatever. <laughs> you don't, you know. You, but how many times have you seen somebody shoot a nuke into the sun? I haven't seen it many times. They, they should have followed the snakes on a plane example and just said what the, what happens in the movie. That also tanked though. Yeah, all right, never mind. So I'm just saying you're probably right though. That probably would have more people would have gone in. So it's directed Danny Boyle, who's one of my favorite directors. Good thing mm-hmm. about Danny Boyle is he always does a different movie. I mean, all directors do a different movie. Some don't. <laughs> You're right. But I mean, as in, he tries like a different genre. Like you look mm. at his, I mean, I'm not saying they're all amazing, but he's got a pretty solid filmography, but he'll do like, he did Trance, which I didn't love, but Trance is still interesting. It's about hypnosis and bank mm. heists and whatever. And you got that one where James Franco has his arm pinned under a rock. And you got Slumdog Millionaire, which is like a... See, James Franco is an, <laughs> has his arm pinned under a rock, but instead they called it whatever they called it. What is that called? Something about... See, that's the thing. 27 hours? Yeah, okay. 47 minutes, 14 days, one year, 10 months. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Something like that. You also did train spotting. You also did Shallow Grave. You also did The Beach, which a lot of people hate, but I think it's okay. You're right. You also did Millionaire. What's that? It's like where kids find like a bag of money. I think it's called Millionaire. Is it a thriller? No. Is it a fun kids film? No. Is there a feisty dog? (laughs) There might be. Mm. Don't remember it too well. Anyway... I don't hate any of his films. Anyway, the point is he wanted to make a, sci- a, a sci-fi film, right? Mm-hmm. And he, he wondered beforehand why directors don't, don't usually make one of these. Like Kubrick only made 
2001 Space Odyssey because mm-hmm. apparently these things are an absolute nightmare. We're not going to mention 2001 A Space Odyssey. <laughs> no. Primarily because I've seen it more than once and I could not tell you what the plot is. <laughs> Monoliths. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Done. We Done. talked we about it. it. Yeah. So anyway, the first ship mysteriously... It's dis- so slow. Continue. Yeah, the first ship. It is, isn't it? Mm. Mysteriously disappears. So they send another ship and they call it... Sunshine. They call the it- Sunshine Ship. <laughs> They call it Icarus 2. Ooh. Yeah. Bloody, might as well bloody call it Titanic 2, mate. Yeah. What are you thinking? <laughs> and the idea is that that is the last resources left on Earth to be able to do this. So mm. this is the last shot. So there's a crew of like six or eight, I can't remember. And it also, it's awesome because it's like an international crew. It's not like all American. It's a great cast. You've got like Michelle Yeoh. You've got Chris Evans, who's awesome in this, by the way. I'm pointing at you. <laughs> you, you were pointing dramatically. That's why when Chris Evans... As Ev- if I'm not going to... Chris, yeah, Chris Evans is good in stuff. Yeah, but prior to that... Yeah. He'd done like Cellular and Fantastic Four and whatever, mm-hmm. which I don't think he's bad in, but... The, when I saw this and then when they're like, he was going to be Captain America, I'm like, that's great. He's mm. awesome in Sunshine, the movie Sunshine, which I love. So, <laughs> it's got the guy from Fear the Walking Dead. I'm shouting it from the rooftops. <laughs> it's got the guy from Fear the Walking Dead. That you, you've been watching any of that? Nope. People love it. It's it's okay. Now, is it that's the prequel? Yeah. What have we said about prequels? Garbage. Yeah. <laughs> some... You really, yeah. It's like a really took the wind out of your sails, there, didn't I? <laughs> it's got Killian Murphy, Rose Byrne. Anyway, whatever. Mm. What do you like about it? If you like anything or remember anything about it, <laughs> boy. Because I can talk about this at length. But I, I, I just I, don't want to talk about it. No, for that's all right. Minutes. I'm going I'm to wiki. I feel it like real, you should say something. I'm a wiki it real quickie. All right. <laughs> okay. Give it a quickie wiki. Am I right? Yeah. While you're doing that, I can quickie, tell you. Wiki wiki wild wild. <laughs> All right, tell me some facts about it. Not okay. I love the ship design. So, like mm-hmm. I said, it's basically a huge solar sail. So all the energy that does somebody go space mad in it? Yes, they do. That's what I like. I like That's a bit a of space, space madness. madness. So I guess we're spoiling spoiling these. Yes, they eventually catch up with Icarus One. They find it right, mm-hmm. and they go on board, and everybody's dead. And they're like, well, that's not good, is it? But it turns out the captain... <laughs> and somebody's like, hey, don't be too hasty. <laughs> and it turns out the captain of that ship... I shouldn't spoil this. Skip ahead if you haven't seen it. The captain of that ship spent a lot of time staring into the sun, right? Yeah. Because remember, this, the way the ship's set up, it's got a whole lot of really interesting different rooms. They've got a room which is literally just a sun room where it's just a big glass ball and you can just stare at the sun all Mistake. day. Mistake. And it turns out that... If certain people do this, are drawn to it, and you go mad. And it's kind of implied that one of the crew of Icarus 2 is kind of going that way, mm. but it's never, it, it, it never kind of plays out like that because yeah. he, he, doesn't, he doesn't make it that far. There's another room, which is like a greenhouse room where they, so it's like unlimited oxygen, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Oh boy, like that's a, the life. Yeah, it's like a- Sunshine, they should have called it unlimited oxygen. <laughs> that would have really drawn in the bloody punters, mate. <laughs> Oh, a movie about oxygen. Oh, there's a room with oxygen in it. Oh. My favourite. There's like a like a hologrammy kind of room mm-hmm. where they go to get calm and stuff. Yeah. And there's like a... And you know what's good? It's just like, got one of those comic books from the 90s and you tilt it slightly. <laughs> that's right, like, yeah. Look at that. Hulk's coming right at me. <laughs> and um, and like what I love about also the design of the ship is in, in like the main room, there's not like when something happens, there's not like a big thing that says, emergency, emergency. There's like a little red blip. 
And because they're all astronauts, they know what that is. Yeah, sure. So they don't need a big red sign that says... For the audience. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yeah. So it's things like that which I really appreciate. After he completed the movie Millions, Danny Boyle was briefly attached to direct 3,000 Degrees, a Warner Brothers project about the 1999 Worcester Cold Storage Warehouse fire. So was he just going for like a movie about hot stuff? I guess so, yeah. Hot stuff. Mm. I guess he was. Did that movie ever get made? Uh, well, the Wikipedia entry is red, like the, the, the link is red, so I would say no. It's probably, okay. it's probably a stub at best. Oh, yeah. a bloody stub, mate. Coming next from Danny Boyle, lighting a match and then sticking it in the pack of matches so the whole match <laughs> box just explodes. Danny Boyle. Danny, Danny Boyles, yeah. Red uh, hot. Yeah. And in the movie as well, they do a lot of... There's apparently rules for sci-fi where you have to cut outside a ship every so often because otherwise it gets too claustrophobic. And he pushed that to the limit. And I can't remember what it is. It's something like every 14 minutes. So he was uh-huh. like, bang on every 14 minutes. You cut outside, you see the ship, you immediately cut back Interesting. in. Interesting. And there's not a lot of rooms with like windows. There's that one big sunshine room for crazy people. Sure. <laughs> and there's like nothing else. Again, mistake. Yes. <laughs> so who set this rule? And are there rule? I'd be interested to know if there are movies that have broken that rule and if people have gone insane and run screaming from the cinema? That's a very good question. Mm. I feel like the movie Pandorum probably broke that that's rule. That's all inside the whole that's time. That's all inside right? the whole time. Mm. Yeah. That's not a bad movie, actually. Is that... That's Ben Foster and... And Dennis Quaid. Yeah. And some other people, probably. Is everyone crazy or made up? Who knows? They're all made up and crazy, mate. Yeah. It's got a decent ending. The situation, I remember the situation <laughs> of what that ship is in is interesting. Yep. The character twist isn't as interesting. Mm. That's what I recall from yep. that movie. Also, a lot of this movie, like a lot of horror movies, because this does have a sudden horror twist in it. Yep. Where the captain of the other ship where they catch up in, turns out he's been standing in his sunroom, worshipping the sun <laughs> for like eight years. And he's like, the sun is a god and we shouldn't, if the sun wants to die, who are we to say that? We shouldn't. I remember thinking at the time when this movie came out, <laughs> yeah. maybe they should have screened their astronauts <laughs> sure. for potential worshipping the sun. Like characteristics. Men- characteristics, sure. yeah, yeah. What do you think of the sun? They have to tick a box, one yeah, to yeah. five? It's fine, no interest. Yeah. I want to marry it. Yeah, it's like scrawled in blood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's odd. I mean, you obviously it obviously happened to him over time, but mm. that's an, an odd... I mean, if he, he came in the interview and he was wearing one of those three-way mirror things around his neck <laughs> to get real, to get real tan, get real tan, you know, get real tan. That's a that's a warning sign. You got to look out Absolutely. for little warning signs. Yeah, that's it. Little mm. things like that. Yeah. But the idea was also that he was going to use light in horror the same way that darkness has been used. So when you know you never really see the guy, the, ca- the other captain who's been like who's been like horribly disfigured by the sun because he's just been sitting in the sunroom <laughs> for so many years. Again, a mistake. A mistake. And you can never really get a good look at him because it's so... Because the, the light is used like darkness where it's like blinding mm. in the sense you can never really get a good sense of it and it, it, it's really disorientating. And the movie, like two-thirds in, does go into this kind of weird kind of slasher direction. It does a bit, yeah. But I actually don't mind that. I think mm. it's... A really, and it's a shame that they spoil it in the trailer, or that if you're still listening and I have spoiled, We've spoiled it for, it for you, now. you, yeah, yeah. But I feel like you could have probably, maybe they put it in because they didn't want people to think it was just about people slowly drifting towards the sun, <laughs> which is good still, though. I'm all for that. No, 
I'm I'm a big fan of movies taking a weird 180 midway through. I know you are. Have we talked about this on the show? Your romantic comedy idea? Yeah, we've t- we talked about we it on the show. We may have. We've definitely talked about it. In real life, certainly. Yeah. Do you want to talk about well, it? Well, I've just said that if I was some sort of movie producer, I wouldn't be one for very long because I would ruin everything. <laughs> yes. Like, my idea was for a, basically, you... A film's going to come out. You, yeah. you produced a film, and every indication, like all the trailers and all the behind-the-scenes stuff and all the cast interviews, pitch it as a certain film, like a fun yeah. romantic comedy. Sure. But like, it's Ashton Kutcher and Catherine Heigl yeah, or whatever. But the, but the viewer advice says like rated R for strong horror scenes, like the fine print. And <laughs> and that's people, all it says. Yeah, that's all it says, and it's never mentioned. And then like you've got your quirky characters and whatever and they're just trying to make it in the big city and yep. then like 10 minutes into the film like one of the characters shows up like just their head in a box whatever <laughs> and it just takes it just a sharp turn it's like turn. The, the the wacky best friend yeah the guy. wacky best friend exactly maybe he's played a basketball match with Ashton Kutcher and mm. talked talk to him about life and relationships right and, and, and but yeah so all the trailers are like oh these two guys these Two people going to get together or they don't get along. Like, and you see the entirety of this movie played out. She's breaking her heel on her way to work. Exactly. They're like, but then they have to work late night at the law firm to get the thing done and blah, blah, blah. But then they hate each other, but then they love each other, whatever. And you see the whole trailer played out, like the whole movie in the trailer. But none of that actually takes place in the movie. Like, it, it hard cut. 10 minutes in. I mean, I think all that stuff should happen, but it all happens in the first 10 minutes. And then it hard cuts. No, so, I don't think it should. Oh, like at all? It's no, like at all. No. It's just all fake. That's all. all. The trailer's all fake scenes. <laughs> okay. Like maybe the first. Like Fantastic Four. It's all fake scenes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Hard cut to rubbish. Yeah, exactly. Except this isn't rubbish. I didn't no. want you to think. Because I actually think this would be an amazing idea. Yeah, but I've, I've spoiled it multiple times now, so yeah. it's never going to happen. That's why you probably love A Cabin in the Woods, I assume. I did like Cabin in the Woods. For that very same reason. Yeah. So I showed somebody that and they were like, I don't like it because it takes a weird turn. Because huh. it's like. It's kind of cliched. I'm like, well, that that's the point. Mm. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Sunshine's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. and For the sake of our friendship, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. And the reason also Danny Boyle said it was these movies are difficult for a couple other reasons. One, you need everything in the world to already be on the ship. Yep. Like you can't bring in other elements or other characters unless you come across another spaceship. Sure, Obviously, yeah. with a sun-worshipping maniac. Man. Yeah. And two, he said, well, when you shoot it and then you've got like a six to eight month wait while the special effects comes in. Mm. So he said in between, he probably should have started to work on something else or whatever to kind of clear his mind and then come back to it. Okay. Did he feel he was too close to it? I think he was. Yeah. But that being said, I think it's one of the, I I genuinely think it's one of the best sci-fi movies there has ever been. I can understand why it didn't do well. I can understand why it's hard hard to market, but you Uh look at Look at the cast and I know the way, even the way it looks in the world it, it creates and it is incredibly tense and claustrophobic and it's well worth your dollar, Mason. Give me a $1? dollar and I will give it a copy of it to you on USB. A USB you have to return. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. You've probably heard this or maybe you've even experienced it. A business gets to a certain size and then the cracks start to emerge. 
Things that used to take like a day are now taking a week. There's too many manual processes just grinding away and you don't have that one source of truth. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,025, 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and a whole lot more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. 1. Because your business is one of a kind, so you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs, key performance indicators, in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow, all in one place. NetSuite allows you to have the power of all the information in one place to help you make more effective decisions as quickly as possible so you can keep moving, keep building, keep growing, or have more time off, whatever it is that you're looking to do. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. That's netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet to get your own KPI checklist. NetSuite.com slash Weekly Planet. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of mother Or sales. I definitely prefer don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, Nix, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will, because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weekly planet or lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weekly planet. Shopify.com slash weekly planet. Cha-ching sound effect. Have you ever been in a situation where you need to search something on the internet, but it's kind of embarrassing and you don't want people to ever find out what you're searching for? It might be like a medical thing or a personal thing or whatever. I don't know what you're up to. I don't know what you're up to. And you might be thinking to yourself, look, I can just go into incognito mode. But let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser history. Your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why. 
even when I'm at home. I never go online without ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Now, most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on because it runs seamlessly in the background and it's so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is also available on all your devices. We're talking phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you to not be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet. Expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet to learn more. How big's the USB? Four gig. What if I lost it? That would be okay. It's a pretty good deal for a dollar. <laughs> I could delete sunshine. Yeah, okay. Put on the James I, Franco gets his arm caught yeah. under another thing. Roxy Trapsy. Would the you movie. <laughs> James Franco's Roxy Trapsy the movie? That's amazing. Then That's the, all- and the and the follow-up animated series <laughs> where he makes friends with the rock. Rock and voiced by Seth Rogen. Yeah. Roxy Trapsy and yeah. bloody James Franco. <laughs> What's going on an adventure, Roxy? Was Roxy Trapsy's name already Roxy Trapsy before he trapped him? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just to be clear, this is his first trapping of somebody, right? That we know about, sure. Okay, sure. Mm. I've talked It's like Hook, Captain Hook. Yeah. Didn't have a hook for a hand. His name was just Hook. Correct. Yeah. Yep. I was trying to think of another another example, but that's the best example. Thank you. Yeah. I'm glad that movie. Aren't you glad that movie came out so we have that example? (laughs) That's true. Okay, so I'm I'm never going to talk about Sunshine again. Wow, brutal. Okay. Good. What's a what's a movie that you like that we could talk about? Well, here's one. It's a lower budget one. I've mentioned it briefly on the show, but not at length. <laughs> okay. Or maybe I have at length. Who knows? Let's uh, see. You've seen it as well. Yeah. Uh, it's called The Man from Earth. Yes. Which is quite. It's a. It's from 2007. Mm. And it's sunshine. Yeah. Same year. Battling it out. That's right. Yeah. To be the least seen movies of all time. Oh boy! Well, this this movie actually was shared on like torrent sites and stuff. That's true. Like quite Got a, a bit lot. Of a cult and the, following, and the, yeah. the the director was like, good. Because it, it was made for like zero money. Yeah, totally. Like, it looks like he just filmed it, I don't know this, in his own house. Potentially. <laughs> like, this this movie is, in a way, it's the opposite of sunshine in it. In that it's at night. It's, no, it's during the day. Oh. It's the same as sunshine then. <laughs> so, this movie, um, yeah, it, it's not, you know, sunshine is like, you know, solar system spanning and it's got spaceships and it's et cetera, et cetera. Sure. This movie is set entirely in a log cabin. Yes. And it's almost entirely dialogue. Yes. But it is still science fiction. Yes. Which I think is, I think this is, this is, this movie gets a bit, it's quite philosophical. Definitely. One might say it's a bit wanky, (laughs) but a little pretentious at times. But I feel this is an amazing idea it's it's an amazing way to produce a sci-fi movie, knowing your limit with a limited limited budget, yeah, and literally no special effects, no special effects like yeah. two props, I yeah. think maybe, yeah, handful of actors who are very good, yep. I think, a lot of like familiar faces of like that guy's on Deep Space Nine or something, yes, like exactly, that. There's um, a lot of that, yeah. Oh, who is it? That guy was in the John Pretend- Billingsley, yeah. who was Neelix in Star Trek Voyager. There you go. Yeah. That guy was probably in the Pretender. 
<laughs> yes. The main guy probably was on The Pretender, exactly. I don't know if he was. Mm. I might get that wrong. I used to like that show. Yeah. Remember when he pretended to be a race car driver? And then he was good at being a race car How driver. How do you walk into that? <laughs> Just be like, I'm an international race car driver. Okay. Do you want to drive a race car? Yes, I do. The end. What was that show about? No, that was it. <laughs> okay. Very short episodes. <laughs> anyway, so go mm. on. So essentially it's it's set in this cabin sort of in the... I guess the Midwest of America or like the Colorado Rockies, yeah, something it looks like, like that. Something like that yeah. And it's about a guy um, called John Oldman. Mm-hmm. Bit of a bit of a tip, bit of yeah, a tip off it. there. Spoiler, in the name. spoiler alert for us. Oh, oh yeah, spoiler alert for this. Tell you what, um, quick recommendation if you want to if you want to watch a movie, yeah, that it's, it's if you want to see a sci-fi movie with no special effects mm-hmm. and see how that turns out. Yep. Give it a quick watch. Yes. Come back here. Okay. Because, again, it's available on torrent sites. Correct. Very easily. Very easily. Anyway, so basically it's it's about this man, John Oldman. He's a professor at a mm. local uni- like a university. Yeah. And he is it's, – it's, the movie starts when he's just – he's quit his job mm-hmm. and he's just headed back to this log cabin to gather his stuff and leave town. Yeah. And basically what happens is his friends and colleagues, like a half dozen of his friends and colleagues, decide to – uh, they're very surprised by this. They decide they're all going to travel to his log cabin and sort of talk him out of it and sort of find his reasoning for Because they love him. Because they love he's him and good, they want, he's they're a good, good bloke and he's been here for a long time and they like him. Mm. Um, but then it's sort of, he's sort of, after after this long period of... He's not rapt to see everybody. No, initially. no. Well, he's not upset, but he's kind of like, oh, I was hoping to kind of sl- sneak S- away. Sneak away, and, yeah. right, right. And so it seems like like his relationship to them seems... Like they they're more invested in it than he is, kind of yes. thing. And sort of after after a very short period of time, uh, after after a bit of chat, he he reveals to them that he might be able to live forever. Like yes. he he reveals that he was a Cro Magnon man. Yep. And for some reason, not magical or or you know super sciencey. No. He, he, didn't, just, he didn't lick a meteor. He didn't lick a meteor or inhale any fumes yeah. or anything or fall into a volcano. Yeah. But for some reason, he's been alive for 14,000 years. It's just genetically. Just, just genetically, yeah, reason. exactly. Yeah. Mm. And it's sort of... And so what he does, like what he's doing now is he's... People realise after, like, they you know, they spend time with him for, like, a decade mm. and they realise he stopped ageing. Yeah. And so they ask, start asking questions. So he's learned to just move on every yep. time kind of yep. thing. And... He he sort of starts being being like imagine if there was a man who could be a blah 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 and then but then it's it's sort of it's people it's slowly reveal that yeah, he's talking about himself he's talking about himself <laughs> yeah. and sort of and because you know all these people all these colleagues are from the university like there's a philosophy mate there's a philosophy mm. professor and there's a you know a science professor and there's a it's a real who's who of things I don't care about nerds <laughs> it's a real nerd alert it's a real attack of the nerds but basically they all like. Everybody sort of gets a turn to grill him as yeah. to how this could possibly be, exactly, and like what, what were certain he, eras like, yeah, and what does he remember, and all yeah. that sort of thing, you know. And it's, I think it's great because it's not, again, it's a, it's quite pretentious and it's very wordy. It's yeah. almost all dialogue, yeah, no action. There's one fist fight on top of a train. Oh yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's going into that volcano we That's mentioned right, earlier. Yes. Yeah, but it's sort of, and it's, it's kind of, and I, I probably won't reveal any more of the plot than that, but sure. it's, but it's. It's not like it doesn't. It sort of it doesn't delve into sort of cliches you might think of when it's a 
when you think of like a man who's lived for thousands of years, like yeah. somebody points out like an arrowhead or something that's on his drawer and they're like, did you keep that from when you were, you know, in the, you know, in the Cro-Magnon era? And he's like, no, I just, I just bought it in like a yeah. junk shop. Like <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. not. Why now, would I? Yeah. Why would I? Exactly. Why yeah. would I hold on to these things? I was just trying to survive this, yeah. this kind of era or, you know, um, some of it, you know, you know, some elements are like, what was life like? And he's just like, I don't. I don't remember all of it. I've got so many memories. Yeah, exactly. Like I've got like 14,000 years of memories packed into my head. Right, right, exactly. Like obviously I'm not going to remember anything. And he's had multiple, well, it's implied that he's had like multiple children. And should we reveal? No, let's not. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And it's, yeah, and it's, I think we've we've left enough. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but I think think it's great. Mm. Again, it's wordy. Definitely. Uh, Settle in, don't be doing the ironing or something. me listening. (laughs) Yeah. Watch out for that train fight. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a good one. <laughs> you can't miss it. Can't really miss it. <laughs> Great. Yeah. If you had to recommend one of those two, which would you recommend? Man from Earth. How dare what you? What would you recommend? Probably that. <laughs> no, no, they're both good. They're both good in completely different ways. Mm. But I would recommend Sunshine. Should we do one more or should we just move it along? No, let's do one more. All right. You got anything on the top of your head? Let's talk about Aliens. I thought we'd save that. For, okay, let's save it. We've got a follow yeah. episode. All right, cool. We'll cut that out. Pretend I didn't say it. Okay. How about source code? Yeah, I'll talk about source let's code. Let's talk about source code. Good. I was mm. going to say children of men. Let's oh, no, let's talk about children of men. Are you sure? Okay, yeah, Over no, no, no. source code? Yes. All right. You know why? Source code's a little bit confusing and I have to think about it and it hurts my brain and it's late. Well, I was thinking this week, I'm like, oh, I think I might talk about Fifth Element and I'm like, oh, I have to rewatch that then. I don't have yeah. time to rewatch it. And you know what? It. I think these are all different genre wise, aliens. Yeah. Quite similar to Sunshine, if I'm sure. honest with you. They both got. Aliens. Mm. Wait. No. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Both got sunshine. They don't, though. <laughs> oh. Wow, those movies are mutually exclusive. That's amazing. Certainly. So, Children of Men, yeah. it's, I think it's set like now, it would be, because it came out in what? The deep, dark years? future of 2015. Something like that, yeah. Because <gasps> I think it came out in like 2004. It's probably the last mm. good movie from And you know that Clive I love... Owen. We should definitely... Th- I feel we should do an episode on... Movie set in the future, but the future's already happened. Well, yeah, Back to the Future two oh, future's that's, coming that's up. That's like we're gonna do a Back to the Future episode October, in like yeah, a month. Okay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I was gonna say Free Jack. So basically, <laughs> so basically, two thousand and eight. Johnny Mnemonic. I don't know when that's set. Two thousand and two, probably. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever they were able to strap computers to the heads of dolphins, what year did we do that? Oh, I've been doing that since the eighties. Yeah, just grab an Atari and just yeah. wedge it in there. Anyway, Children of Men, Clive Owen's probably last good movie. How dare you? I like Clive Owen. When a did lot. Shoot 'em Up come out? It's shoot 'em Up's garbage. Yeah, it is garbage. I wish it was. I wish Shoot 'em Up. Were I good. want it to be good. Yeah, I yeah. really want it to be good. It's got Clive Owen, his charmer. It's got Monica, Monica Bellucci. Bellucci. It's got bloody what's his name? A ba- baby. Baldy McSluggo. Oh yeah, Paul Giamatti. Yeah, I shouldn't call him that. He's great. Oh, that's gonna get back to him. <laughs> Somebody's gonna add add him into into a tweet and add an audio clip where you call him. McSluggo. <laughs> He's really great. I'm yeah. sorry. He's just a regular looking man as well. Yeah, and just you know. when you're standing next to Clive Owen, mm. I mean, you stand anybody next to Clive Owen. They're not standing for long. No. I'll punch him or shoot him. <laughs> Up. Mm. So it's now, roughly. It's 2027. It's oh, really? Yeah. There you go. It doesn't look like 2027. But I guess in this universe, yeah. nobody cares about... The future, really? No, it's like just kind of everything's done. at a standstill. There's no innovation anymore. Mm. And it's kind of like, it's not a crazy out there future. It's just like, yeah, there's kind of moving signs on the sides of buses now. Yeah. And music's slightly different. Right. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Which I guess... They've re-released the White Album on a different format. That's <laughs> And the idea is that... Got to buy it again. Yeah. It's Men in Black. Yes. In, yeah, anyway. I think it's about 20 years prior, roughly. Mm. Yeah. Oh, 2007. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> common theme or common years. It's not really a theme, is it? A nah. year isn't a theme. Nah. Except if it's a, like a birthday party. It's an 80s theme. Woo! <laughs> These parties are terrible. Why do people hold them? Anyway... They are, right? Yeah, they are. Yeah. <sighs> 80s is the theme you 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 put up if you can't think of another theme. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And people always get upset if you don't turn up in 80s gear. Mm. It's like, what? Shut up. I didn't have a headband, all right? <laughs> so, uh, so 20 years prior, humanity had to stop procreating. Mm. Some kind of virus. It's not really it's not really explained. Maybe it is. No more babies. Mm. So any every baby that has been born Mm-hmm. is still alive, yep. obviously, and there is nothing else. So people, you kind of get hints that people are replacing pets with like dogs and stuff, and things right. like that. Like you see kind of billboards and stuff like that. They don't really drag it out too mm. much. But basically society is just given up because they're like, what's the point? Mm. 60 years, well, a bit more. It's This is gone. We're yep. all gone. And there's a lot of emphasis placed on mm. celebrities in terms of youth. Like there's a there's a like a famous celebrity jerk called Baby Diego, yes. who is the world's youngest, youngest man. man. And yeah. he's like 19 or right, right. something like that. And he's just a prick. And somebody, you don't see him, but it's, the movie kicks off where somebody he's, it's him. His, yes, he, it, starts off people. The, the, you've got, you've got a, like a restaurant or a cafe. Yeah. And everybody's looking at this TV screen of this yeah. news that the, the, world's youngest, the world's youngest man has been yeah. killed. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there's a terrorism attack. Oh, terrorism, terrorism attacks. Yeah. Mm. And... I guess so. There's two. The two factions are there's, there's the government, which is trying to suppress this kind lousy of government. lousy government. This freedom fighting force, who's headed up by uh, Julianne Moore, who used to date Clive Owen, and they lost a child, I guess mm. twenty or so years prior. I don't even think related to this event. I think they just lost a child because it's not really right. Right. I might be wrong. Yeah, yeah. About that, but she went on to lead this kind of resistance, this anti-government for government force, mm. and he just went on to be like a. Just a bureaucrat, just a nothing level. Just a bureaucrat. pencil pusher. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. But just, but again, he's kind of he just drinks. He's just like, who cares about anything, whatever. And she brings him back in. I guess we're spoiling this, right? Everybody's seen Everybody's this. Everybody's seen this. She brings him back into. But again, if you haven't, yes. Pause. <laughs> it's watch re- an entire movie. Come back to the podcast. I would say this is the most watchable of all the ones we've talked about. Yeah. Like it's got the most mass appeal. It's the easiest to watch. I'm not yeah. saying it's the worst. It's not. It's great. No, I think all these are good. Yeah. I mean, not mm. Sunshine, obviously. But. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Gotcha. Children Men might be better than Sunshine. I might, yeah. I'd probably enjoy mm. them equally, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, Julianne Moore's group has come across this woman from mm. Africa yep. who is pregnant. Mm. And Key. Key. Name, yeah. yeah. And there's no explanation for it. Mm-hmm. And it's about um, him and Julianne Moore getting this this young lady to what's the what's the group they're trying to get to the future ah oh, bugger the, the future group or something like that yes future 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 human project human project there we go which is this rumored to exist probably doesn't exist group which is trying to kickstart humanity which basically has all the world's best scientists in one place and they've just been trying to solve this problem mm. and and it's not, it doesn't come it doesn't come down to necessarily the government versus this this group of rebels they're both terrible Mm-hmm. And it's about Clive Owen kind of ducking both right. to do what's best for this woman and her baby, mm-hmm. and when and but with and both humanity, and humanity, perhaps. 
and both with with though both sides having their own agenda mm-hmm. like because they what both want to use her for political reasons or, mm-hmm. and whatever it's it's amazing it's got some amazing action sequences it's mm-hmm. a really kind of like I said, it's a really realistic future in terms of there's not like flying cars and laser guns and whatever. But there's a little bit of there's stuff. A there's a tiny bit, bit of, yeah. You've got, some of it is kind of outmoded though, like already. Yes. Like there's a, yeah. like, if you remember Minority Report. You I know, do. The, there was, you know, the, the touch screen. With the gloves. And there's gloves, but there's a similar element in children. I mean, I can't remember the devices. Oh, he's got a little holographic-y. Yes, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But of course now, you know, with, with Connect and all, you can just. Everybody's favourite. Yeah. All that new thing Google is doing. That thing, search engines, yeah, search engines, reading, you can search reading for our, anything, reading our minds, yeah, <laughs> get your email on a computer, what, yeah, through a dolphin, yeah, that's Great. right, since the eighties, since the bloody eighties, I don't know what else to say about this. The action sequence, though, there's that one particular action sequence which is one shot uh-huh. where it follows Clive Owen through a war zone, yep, and it's, I don't know, it's, it's, it's maybe four minutes, maybe. But it's really, really impressive. Mm. There's a, there's actually, if you go on YouTube, you know, you've heard of it. <sighs> I know it. Google again. Yeah, that's right. They've Come done it. Bloody, bloody uh, There's a guy called the Nerd Writer, all on oh. word. Oh yeah. Uh, and he has, uh, he's made a video called "Do Not Ignore the Background," and it's all about. Oh, this. I've been meaning to. I put that in my watch list. Yeah, yeah, that's and it's all about the cinematography and the mm. of Children of Men and like sort of background details you miss and stuff yes. like that and things you missed. Oh, that's something you could look into doing something like that. <laughs> I could, but it's kind of, uh, yeah, like the the cinematography is great, and it's mm. like it's you don't you pick it up when you're watching it, but you don't really think about no. it. No, but it's sort of there's this there's this element of like the camera lingers on background details that it finds interesting, kind yes, of thing. Like yes. you're, you're following the you're following Clive Owen's sort of journey, mm. but then he'll go out of shot, and the camera will linger on like you know people in detention, or they'll yeah. Criminal detention, not school detention. Sure. That'd be weird. There are no schools. Yeah. Oh, the schools are closed. Mm. Anyway, that's great. You should track that, check that down Absolutely. on YouTube. I'm just looking at the, uh, Alfonso Curon. Yeah. And he's he, did he do a Harry Potter? He did. He did Prisoner of Azkaban. He also did go. Gravity, which I don't love. Which one's Gravity? Again? Sandra Bullock's in space. She's like, oh, oh, yeah. oh, George Clooney, help. I preferred that to Interstellar. That's How about fair. that? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> Gravity... Looks great and is an amazing technical achievement of technicality. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like they switched off the gravity. They certainly starters. did. But it's a lot of Sandra Bullock explaining her thoughts and what she's going to do as she's doing it. Uh-huh. And that annoys me. Show don't tell man. Alfonso Curon should know that more than anybody. Because mm. he made 2006's Children of Men, which is the year it came out. Yeah. Because I looked that up. Nice. <laughs> We're professionals. I don't know. What else do you say about Children of Men? It's good. It's real good, man. Watch it. Tell your friends. Tell your children. Tell your men. Tell your women. <laughs> Might edit that out. No, nah, leave it in. <laughs> leave the silence in as well. <laughs> that's it. Well, we did it. I'd love to do this again about different movies. Me too. But that's all the movies. <laughs> so. Bugger. Next week, though, I'm looking forward to talking about The Martian. You looking forward to the Me too, about yeah. The no, no. yeah so. See, that I don't know. It, it's The Martian seems like the movie I wanted Interstellar to be. Sure. Like a movie set in space, but it looks like it's kind of fun. <laughs> having a bit of a romp, you know? You didn't hey, think... I'm trapped on Mars, but I'm having a bit of a romp. Sure. Did you think Interstellar was fun at any point? No. <laughs> no, it was harrowing. <laughs> it was very harrowing, wasn't it? Yeah. Everyone's sad. There was that robot. Everyone's sad and dusty. <laughs> Ooh, I don't like it. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, they're, my fa- they're my least favourite emotions. Sad and dusty. You're the bloody Anakin Skywalker of this podcast. Mm, yeah. Fan bloody but, but then again, that's my two favourite aspects of like country music singers. Sad and dusty. <laughs> Great. Good stuff. Well done. You know what it's time for then? Whoa, what, 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 what we reading? What we gonna read. Ah, oh, theme song. I'm doing the theme. What are we reading today? What are you bloody reading? I'm bloody reading. I'm going to watch this week, I'm going to watch Sicario. Okay. Which is the film with Emily Blunt hmm. and other people. Yes. Um, Giovanni Ribisi. He's not in it. Benicio Del Toro. That's the one. Clive Owen. Mm. I forgot to mention Michael Caine's in Children of Men. He's really good. Oh, yeah, he's great. And he based his performance on John Lennon because he knew John Lennon. At that, yeah, they were friends. John oh. Lennon. John Lennon was a bad parent. Oh, I've heard. Yeah, I've, I've yes. heard. I've heard. We've, oh, yeah. It's bad. Yeah. Bad guy generally. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sorry. Uh, Sicario. What yeah. appeals to you about Sicario the movie? I'm told it's very tense, and yes. it looks tense. Just yes. just watching the trailer, it looks. You know, like, it reminds me. Do you remember those that movie with Jennifer Garner and Jason Bateman and a few yes. years ago? What was that called? I was going to say Green Zone, but that it's was not, it's something it's not like Green that. Zone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, I think Jamie Fox is in it as well. Yeah, he is. Yeah, and it, it didn't really sit very and well with me. I remember. How do you mean? You found it? Did you like it? Or I found did you it not? really heavy-handed and dull. <laughs> so okay, that's what I remember. So you, about you it. found it bad? Is what you say? That's not the word. Sure, I don't remember it enough to say it was bad. Okay. It tried to be kind of even-handed, but I didn't really find it that way. Oh, you found you were like, we did you feel it was a bit gung ho? It was, yeah, right. It wasn't it wasn't just that. I look, I don't remember it well enough to even to comment on it. You know well, what, you know it is a great. Maybe warm. shut your bloody mouth then. I nah, think, it's all right. You know what is great? Three bloody kings. That's a terrific war movie. Yeah, okay, but I don't uh, see. That's one of those movies that I the trailer led us down a different path. You thought it was going to be a wacky. Thought adventure. it was going to be a wacky romp, but, but it, it was wasn't. Dust and sadness. Dust and sadness. There was a bit of wackiness in it, but that movie speaks volumes about many periods of, in time, including both wars in Iraq, despite being made before the second one. Huh. The Kingdom is the name of the movie. You're that's thinking the of? one. Yeah. yeah. So you're saying Sicario looks a little bit like the Kingdom? I'm not saying it is. I've heard uh-huh. it's. I've heard it's okay. I think thematically it look it looks to be the same in terms of it's like here's some people who are getting in way over their head. Sure. Yeah. yeah. What but was I, the kingdom about? <laughs> pretty much that. Great. Yeah. Yeah. So it's about drug cartels and drug cartels. Like that yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And all that. Bizarre. Do you feel you're overloaded with that after watching a lot of seasons of Breaking Bad? No. I think you know what Breaking Bad's kind of the only real drug cartel kind of thing that I've off the top of my head that I enjoyed. Mm. There's a, a Netflix series called yeah, Narcos, which, which I is wanted, par- apparently very good. People yeah. have been recommending that it's got to the me. the dude from Game of Thrones. So. Joffrey. Yeah, Joffrey. He plays Hod- Hodor. Hodor, yes. You know your GOT. Boy, do I. <laughs> well, when are you going to see that? Maybe we'll see it together. Maybe we'll see it together as a team. Great. Like, with, like we did with Pan. <laughs> Set a grand tradition. Yeah. What Time Reading oh, is yes. a very interesting book about the rise of the Star Wars Empire. Are there any good movies coming out in the last... Hunger Games. Yeah, okay. Children of Men. No. You can watch that, though. I'll I give, could. I'll give you a USB. Do you have a dollar? Oh, okay. Didn't I give you a dollar before? <laughs> yeah. What else is there? There's Star Wars. Oh, yeah. They were, there was going to be a Mission Impossible movie, but they moved that forward six months. Oh, we've seen that already. We have already seen it, yeah. <sighs> I'm sure there's something. Yeah. It's... Is Blockbuster season kind of Spectre. over? Spectre! 
Spectre, there we go. There okay, we go. Right. There's some exciting right. things. Excellent. There Normally we, go. we get a bit of resurgence in like late October, November, and then something comes out in December. Mm. And then in between, a bunch of other crap comes out. Oh, sure, so, yeah. yeah. Boy, does it. Yeah, I'm really excited. Sorry, you were saying. I'm reading this book called How Star Wars Conquered the Universe, which is basically the rise of the Star Wars Empire. Um, it's it's mostly Financial about, Empire. Uh, yeah, a lot Merchandise of that. Merchandise Empire. Yes, there's a lot of that. It's basically a kind of... It's a look at everything you could possibly want to know in terms of not only like how the films were made, but how George Lucas started, but also like the toy empire and the and the video game empire and the expanded universe and how Star Wars had a lull in the 80s and then George Lucas had the foresight to go, you know, we'll wait until the 90s and then the people who watched it when they were kids, mm-hmm. they'll have kids and then I'll bring it back and everybody will love it and whatever. And how it, it's, it doesn't paint him, in, paint him in a terrible light. It paints him in, in terms of... He is a control freak uh-huh. and he does like to micromanage, but he's not a bad guy. Right. You know what sure. I mean? He just has trouble letting go of certain ideas and he also has obviously, obviously trouble working with actors. The most telling of the ones that worked out well being the first Star Wars A New Hope, and which he renamed, and Empire Strikes Back is because he had so much interference and he had so many people to bounce off mm-hmm. and he had to compromise. Sure. And then by the time you get to Return of the Jedi, the author makes a really a real point of we just talked about Star Wars I shouldn't be talking about this again the author makes a point that he hired this kind of yes man director mm-hmm. who didn't really contribute anything to the story except he just went whatever you want George Lucas I will, okay, I will sure. do which is why Return of the Jedi which I don't hate mm-hmm. is kind of the way it is and then clearly Lucas got a taste for it that's right of yes man yeah and it even I'm, I'm up to the point I'm not through it yet where he hires Rick McCullen. Mm-hmm. Who became George Lucas's yes man, and it talks and it talks about through all the his little what's that guy Yoda? No, Jabba the Hutt's little friend. Oh, uh, salacious crumb. Salacious crumb. There <laughs> yes, we go. That's right. A that's little... the international symbol for salacious <laughs> crumb. A little man a by, li- your, by your leg. <laughs> a little gibbering idiot. Yes. <laughs> and Rick McCullen is a great producer in the sense of, and they say this in the in the book that. Whatever George Lucas need to, needed to do, he would get it done. Okay. Like, he can do it. Mm-hmm. And that's why George Lucas loved him, because he'd, he'd be like, I want to put a CGI jab of the heart in whatever, in the re-release of Star Wars, and Rick McCullen's like, yep, let's go, done, uh-huh. let's do it. And he'd, like, he'd make it happen. Uh-huh. And it's really interesting. So is Rick McCullen just good at yelling? Yes, I guess. Oh, no, he, does, he seems fairly even-tempered. He's really good at just... No, do- I just mean enth- I mean enthusiastic yelling. I'm sure he's really good. <laughs> because that seems to be the only... What you're saying there is George Lucas was like, hey, we need a CGI whatever, and he's like, okay, hey, everyone. You know what? Is it just George Lucas is very quiet? You're not wrong. They do mention that, that he acted as his mouthpiece, because George Lucas doesn't... He's <laughs> not, yes, exactly. He's not a great kind of people person. Right. He likes people uh-huh. and he's a great humanitarian, mm-hmm. but he's not kind of good. He's not comfortable in kind of social situations. Hmm. Like he's developed it more so, but he he didn't like the fame that came along with Star Wars, like even like straight away. Mm-hmm. So anyway, it's a really good read. And if you like books, Mason, Ooh. I'll give it to you on a USB. Yes. <laughs> Digital. Just stack it on that. Oh, okay. Bloody stack it up, mate. Well, I guess we should talk about our letters this week. Oh, letters theme. Oh, wait. Yes. I've got a what we read in here. I'm ready. From Patrick. Okay, hi Patrick. Who wants to be the be the official Terry McGuinness of the podcast? Done. Locked in, mate. Future Batman. Hey James. Hey Nick. I recently found Action Comics Volume One online and read that, despite the fact that it was written in 1938, which is a real dumb year. <laughs> I guess so. He ain't wrong. <laughs> what was happening then? Wars? No. Not nothing. yet. <laughs> Boring. It act, it's actually pretty uh, pretty good with, with some almost progressive views, brackets, assuming everyone in the 30s was sexist. 
anyway, I don't know if you've ever read it, um, but here's a link, you know, just in case. So basically saying that, yeah, I guess they would be a good read, wouldn't they? Like going back to check out those original kind of action comics. Those There's Superman a certain era. window of good stuff out there, isn't there? Sure. Yeah. You're saying this isn't it? No, I don't mind action comics number one. Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah. Sure. Mm. I mean, it's certainly an insight, isn't it, to the beginning of Superman's. You are not wrong because it is literally the beginning of Superman's. <laughs> That's great. Give up the good work and don't be dicks. All right. All right, fine. God. <laughs> you got a letters theme for this week? Yes. So every week, how oh, does yes. this work? Every, look, every week you refuse to uh, edit in a letters theme. I refuse. Thank you. You paused for that now. So yeah, I, I did. <laughs> so I can do it. Because it's a bloody thing now. It's a Pavlovian response. It is. Uh, so I would like the listeners yes. to... Uh, perhaps compose their own theme music oh. to a theme or maybe freestyle, uh, and then what you do, put it or upload it to YouTube. Yes. Tweet the link to me. Yes. And I will uh, play it through my phone. Use bloody phone, mate. Give me one second because I have one ready, but I can't remember who it who sent it to me or why. Yeah. Well, while you're looking for that, what yeah. are we, if we're doing um. If we're doing The Martian next week, often we'll ask for themes. Yes. Like a, a certain style. Uh-huh. Do we want a kind of, how about a 1960s kind of space? Yeah, I w- something with a theremin in it. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of that. Absolutely. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Imagine Spock trying to read somebody's mind in a teleporter while tumbling through a black hole. Something like that. Yeah, at least. at least Think that, but bigger, you know? <laughs> bigger and more, more stuff. <laughs> Edit some of this out, but not all of it. I'll edit some of it. Oh, here it is. Dennis Alonzo. Thank you, Dennis. A letters theme. In a world full of Weekly Planet fans, one inbox holds the key to our questions. But now, it's time to read them. Starring James as Mr. Sunday and Nick as Mason. (laughs) In the romantic comedy of the ages, get ready for... Letters. Ah, very very good. good. Loved it. Acapella, I guess. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Fantastic. So if you want (laughs) to... He's got a good voice. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) That dude from Screen Junkies ever dies. Get into it, which we will talk about Mm. in a minute. In one minute. What are you talking about? Hello. My roommates and I just threw an under-the-sea themed party at our house. See, there we go. Good themed party. Under the sea. Exactly. Unless it was under the sea in the 80s. Which case... I, of course, dressed as Aquaman. One of my roommates, Nikki, is from Australia, and she's contributed two things to house to the house party, goon punch and fairy bread. <laughs> they both seemed very suspicious, and I wonder if she was trying to trick us silly Americans into consuming ridiculous things. Can you confirm that these are actual things in Australia? Thank you, Joe, a.k.a. the official Lionel Hearts of the podcast. Yes. Both of those things are Both of those things. things are true. Goon is <laughs> really cheap wine in a cask. It's in a yeah, so but it's in like it's in a it's in a uh, a cardboard box and inside that a box of wine yeah yep. inside that is a I'm sure they have these in the states is a silver bladder yep which holds the cheapest wine you can imagine yeah but you can you can often mix it into a punch and make it slightly drinkable yeah and or, also or you can play the game Goon of Fortune I was gonna say if you ever played Goon of Fortune where you, you get a whole bunch of them and you, you close peg them to a washing to a washing a spinning washing line yeah they're called Hills Hoist in Australia I don't know what they call in America washing lines yep and then you spin it yep like the Wheel of Fortune wheel mm-hmm. and whoever it lands on has to drink it from the clothesline yeah 
I was playing that once, uh-huh. only one time. It was as I was leaving uni, I think it was one of the last parties, and it landed on me, and I went, you know what? I don't have to do this. Wow. <laughs> so I just walked away. Our little guys growing up. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. And fairy bread is just bread with sprinkles on it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hundreds and thousands. Yeah. You ever played Goon of Fortune? No. You ever played fairy bread of fortune? Yeah. Do you like fairy bread? Yeah, I it's love really it. It's really good. It's so good. It's really bad for you though. Don't care. Look at me. Do you think I care? You don't look like you care. No. Okay. Hey, James and Meso. Love the show and have listened to all the episodes that we know about. I was wondering if you two... Except for the ones we lose. Yes. <laughs> you haven't listened to those. Uh, I've just, uh, I was just wondering if you two had seen the Wachowski's Cloud Atlas. If you haven't, you definitely should. I, I would, I'm no apologist of the Wachowski's recent filmography, but despite some questionable makeup choices for Hugo Weaving, I think this is a really good movie. On this note, I thought maybe you could do an episode on the best movies of the Wachowski's. I guess we just talk about the Matrix. Matrix, yeah. Just talk about the Matrix. <laughs> As uh, ever, keep up the good work and grab that gem. Chris O'Reilly from Leeds, England. I've not seen Cloud Atlas. Me neither. I but I have. Been, doesn't uh, Tom Hanks yellow face it? At I think some a point? few people do. Yeah. Ooh. Well, yeah. I guess not enough people saw mm. it to be upset. That movie costs so much money. It's apparently an unfilmable. Well, it's a book. That well, I bought the novel and I never. I didn't get through it because so. it's unfilmable. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I once I was watching something and I fell asleep and because it was on a hard drive and then Cloud Atlas started and I woke up and I'm like what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, I had no idea. Like, I'm just like, what world is this? What, it's a future or uh-huh. Hugh Grant's in this? What, what? What? And it's Cloud Atlas. Mm. I do plan on going back to it because I've heard there is a lot of merit in it. Okay. But, uh... I recently watched some of Speed Racer on Netflix. And? I didn't like it. It's no good. <laughs> Too many green screens? Look, I understand... Too I many get, Matthew Fox. I totally get if you were on a lot of drugs, you yeah. could just watch it and be sure. like, oh, like yeah, if you were on like MDMA or anything or something. Don't do that, though. No. Yeah. I don't do drugs. But if I did, I probably wouldn't watch Speed Racer. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there's something better you could do. Mm. Like stand near a hospital just in case. Be responsible. There we go, yeah. There yep. we go. Yeah. So you go. Have your Bible ready. Have, you, <laughs> have it bloody ready. Great. Uh, hey, guys. Last, last letter. I'm listening to your podcast every week, and I must say, it is the best. Do you like anime? I'm asking this because there is a rumor that Christopher Nolan will make live act will make a live action Akira trilogy trilogy oh trilogy trilogy. I know your opinion on this. Did we say that? That's the rumor anyway that Christopher Nolan is going to make Akira. That's going to be his next project. Yeah, mm-hmm. you excited for that? If that's a thing, is that his first movie? No, he yeah, made many movies. Thank you. Finally, a, finally, a straight <laughs> answer from this. Besides Batman, has he done any licensed stuff other than that? Uh, let me think. Magician one, Magician fight. He did Inception. He did Interstellar. He did because, Insomnia. He did Memento. Right, because he's done Batman, he but Batman. he hasn't done a straight up adaptation of Batman. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's yeah. done some original stuff around that. Sure, kind of thing. So this would be his first time adapting. Do you think he would just adapt it straight, or do you think he'd be like, "I'm going to Christopher Nolan this"? I think he's going to Christopher Nolan it. Do you think maybe? Do you want a straight adaptation, though? I mean, it already exists. Well, I, I, you know, I just went Ur Trilogy, but I think that's just my reaction to trilogies. Sure. I think that's the way you're going to go. I Akira the animation, and we, we could have talked about this in Best Sci-Fi because I really enjoy the original Akira. Animation. Animation. Yeah. It's quite amazing that they packed the thousands and thousands of pages mm. more or less into one movie. Yeah. Like, there's there's some elements, like... Well, there's quite there's quite a lot that they they did cut out a lot. I'm an idiot, yes. but uh, you are. Yeah, I'm in a, in a lot of ways I'm an idiot. <laughs> but there is so much of the first few Akira books that are that are just in that. Yeah, 
the the animation sort of stops the story dead at a certain point. In what sense? Uh in Well, we can spoil Akira. Yeah. In in the movie, uh Tetsuo is is looking to find Akira and he mm. want, you know, he wants to to you know, find him and et cetera, et cetera, defeat him or Shakira. join up with him. Yeah, Shakira. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Good Paul. That rhymes. Uh and in the movie Basically, Akira returns like he Tetsuo goes to like a secret facility and he finds that Akira like had become pure energy, like he evolved into pure energy, and all that were left were some of his organs and bits and pieces. And he was pretty happy about it. Yeah, no, he's bummed about it. He's oh. like, oh no! But then Akira returns and sort of destroys the city. Anyway, Akira comes back and he, and he sort of destroys the city again and yeah. turns the whole world into a concept or something. I don't know what happens. <laughs> But in the in the the manga, the original comic book, mm. Akira and Tetsuo, Akira comes back in like physical form, yeah. and they sort of rule the city together for a while. Cool, for quite a while. Why didn't they do that? Too long. Yeah, I guess it is. Yeah, just have a monster. Have a mo- bloody giant monster <laughs> man, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You like it, obviously. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Are you an anime fan? I'd like to do an episode on it. I feel like I don't know enough about it. We had mentioned we had, we mentioned anime many episodes ago, and a lot of people and I said, "Can people send me some good anime to Attack of Titan, Attack on Titan?" People recommended that. Watch a little bit it. of that. Uh, a lot of people recommended Full Metal Alchemist. Yes. Watch the first episode. Wasn't on board with it. Oh, in your face, millions of people That's who love right. that. I mean, yeah. millions of people don't listen to this, but tell. <laughs> but tell if you people. can spread the word that we said that, that it's <laughs> hey, this guy you don't know, he doesn't care for it. <laughs> But I don't know. Maybe I wasn't in the mood. I only watched e- one episode. Evangelion, apparently amazing. I quite like that. Yeah, yeah. The boom that, that ended weirdly, that. As, weirdly as well. Yeah, I need to watch some stuff to talk about it. Yeah, fair enough. And we I can have do that. Not watched yeah. enough stuff. Evangelion. I liked a lot, but it did end in an episode, like because it's you know it's giant robots fighting giant monsters, sure. and the final episode basically takes place in a little kid's head, and it's just all white rooms and people going am I really kind of thing it feels like the budget ran out and people were very unhappy with that so there was like a follow up called the end of Evangelion where basically the whole world was destroyed it's like how do you like it now (laughs) who do you who who did it turn out they were really though I can't remember oh no yeah pretty good yeah sounds pretty good great Mm -hmm. oh also probably aliens or something (laughs) um oh do you do you know about uh what do you think about Dragon Ball Evolution? Did you see that movie? Live action movie? No, I did not see that movie. So no. terrible. Great. Like, I... mm. Oh, thoughts on Akira. So, um, yeah, it, I, I knocked back the trilogy, but I think trilogy is probably the way to go for this if okay. you want to get more of the story yeah, sure. on board. Because, again, if we do a straight adaptation, yeah. the same but live, people will be like, well, it's no, but, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so they just draw it from the source material more than so the original um, the, from the animation. I want maybe. the storyline to be the same. I just want more, more, more of it. Sure. Yeah. More Shakira. More Shakira. They were making more a few years ago. That, fights. Sure. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. That um, Kristen Stewart was cast in it. Chris Evans was in it. Zac Efron was going to be in it at I some point. I believe so. Yeah. I think yeah. also Joseph Gordon-Levitt maybe. I might be wrong. Well, now he's definitely in it. Sure. Right? Yeah, that's it. He'll be... Tetsuo? He'd probably be Tetsuo, now yeah. that I think about it. Mm. Wouldn't be Kaneda. Hardly. Yeah. He, he wishes. Yeah. <laughs> also, uh, do you guys know what the latest oddest trailer, Epic Voice Man says, grab that, Jim. Uh, crossover, maybe? It'd be great if you guys went on movie fights. We get tweeted this a lot, and I know that those guys get tweeted a lot. Oh, boy, do they. Um, actually, uh, I've been in contact with that guy, the guy who runs it. Andy? Andy, yeah. He's Andy, good Signore. Andy Signore. Yeah, he's a, he's a good dude. 
Um, he's a, he said, look, if you're if you're in in the country, we should we should yeah. Do look, this. Well, how about we yeah. make this promise? If we're ever on the same continent, yeah, we will make it happen. Definitely, yeah, because they yeah. seem like super nice guys. Yeah, and, but I feel yeah. yeah I mean, it, yeah, we this was mentioned to us a lot. Yeah. Uh, we would like to do it definitely. Yeah, it'll be great. Yeah, but I feel, and we've, we've brought this up yeah. that we get killed. Well, that's because yeah, that's good because we're bad at everything. But also <laughs> because it's difficult to have an argument over Skype. I don't know if you've ever tried. Oh, to do if we that. didn't like that, yeah. yeah. But I, I feel like as well, we'd go on it, and if they were like, "I think this is the best Indiana Jones movie," I'd be like, "Yeah, I guess." Yeah, you've raised some really good points, <laughs> if to be honest with you. Yeah. But yeah, so but even even if we we're like super fired ourselves up for it, yeah, it doesn't work over Skype. Doesn't. If you ever try, if you ever try and yeah. have some sort of fiery debate yeah. over Skype, it's all like, "So I did." Do you, it's, you oh, wait, wait. Wait. Do you? Okay. You go. You go. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Right. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they know that as well. Mm-hmm. So if we're ever, yeah, we'll, maybe one day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe next year. Ooh. Maybe the year after. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> you prefer 2017? Yeah. Got more of a reaction. Anyway, that's the end of the show. We did it again. Where can people find us? Ooh, uh, Weekly Planet Pod on Gmail and Twitter and Facebook and Bandcamp. And also follow The Weekly Planet, which is a good thing to follow. Absolutely. At The Weekly Planet Rock on Colin, Twitter. Rock yeah. Collins is crushing it. I'm yeah. at Mr. Sunday Movies. I'm at Wikipedia Brown. Yeah. Patreon.com slash Mr. Sunday Movies. Absolutely. What, Maybe, else do we, what else have we got? Anything uh, else? Did we say the Bandcamp stuff? Uh, yeah, we did. Yep. Good. T-shirts, Golden Legend. Get one of them, I guess. Yeah, he's made a Shrinky Land t-shirt. He has. You yeah. love it. I do love it. And what else was I going to say? Uh, if you do have an opinion on The Martian... Send it through. Yeah. Keep or a Martian theme <laughs> yes. song. Yeah. Either mm. way. Yeah. That's the show for this week. That is the show for this week. Hang on. Anything else? Let me think. Thanks for listening. I yeah. don't know if we mentioned that enough. We like it, don't we? Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. It just keeps getting bigger and better. Not better. Bigger. And not, better. Not physically bigger. I mean, the file size no. is about the same. <laughs> yes. Give or take. Yeah. Yeah. Our heads are getting larger, though. Certainly. Mm. We should probably get that looked at. <laughs> Why? I think it's probably the pain on these walls. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. As usual, as always, grab that gem in your daily lives. What was that catchphrase you showed me that somebody sent in? That your new new catchphrase. One of them. I'm going to try it a few. You're going to try it a few catchphrases. Okay, now, okay, somebody put it on a t- um, uh, Blockbusted Podcast at Blockbusted Pod. Uh, sent us a, a picture of a T-shirt. It says, another iconic catchphrase for Mr. Sunday Movies. It's just a picture of you, and it says, none of this matters. None of this matters. Hashtag... And and that's true. That's true. Nah, see, you didn't say it with a resignation that we'll try it. We'll try a different one next week. No, no, this matters. No, no, go with your standard one. Where's the spaghetti? Yay! <laughs> okay, bye everyone. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at fifty dollars luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.